dying There's nowhere left to breathe All we care about is stupid celebrities And all the talk of war and election years We never listen to the kids and the things they fear These are things that I don't care about There's just one thing that makes me wanna shout Why can't I shoot a load on your face? Forget the world, it's a messed up place There's no tomorrow, no time to waste There you go That's right Welcome to this thing that I call... Oh, wait. I'll do both. Uh, Awesome World with Jason Ellis. Makes sense, right? Wait, I can do an echo. Ah, wait. Awesome World world, world. with Jason Jason Ellis. Ellis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Made that work all by myself. All right. Man. What a nightmare, right? <clears throat> what an absolute kick in the dick, shredding nightmare. Um, where do I start? So hopefully a few people are checking this out. Um, you know, a lot of stuff that I have to, to uh, come up with in the last week. A lot of ideas. Um, you know, obviously I talked to Tully and Kevin. Um, we're going to plan on doing the Jason L show again. I've had a lot of offers, so um, things look like they'll be all right. Uh, I definitely think that if uh, Tully and Kevin wanted to make it all right for them, I think it would be much easier because I think I got paid a lot more than they did, especially Kevin. So I think Kevin has a great opportunity to kind of make more money than he ever did straight off the bat just because I feel like how many people really want to support us. And unlike Sirius XM, no fault to them. I mean, I'm I'm trying to give Tully and Kevin a lot more of the Jason Ellis show. So if it does work, that you know they'll be a lot better off. But at the same time, you know, I mean, I've got to be smart and make it where, you know, I don't just like I'm not that fucking noble. You know, I'm not trying to like just be like let's just split it even, Stevens. Like I made this shit. You know, no. <laughs> No offense, but I and and I, you know, I don't, I'm not just going to live in a tent while everyone else is soaring, soaring high. But that's not really that important anymore. I think the initial shock of the phone call. Let's let's just get into it, shall we? I guess real quick, I will say that uh, I did play Teen Stick. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to. They might take that out. So, uh, welcome to Awesome World with Jason Ellis. Uh, about Teen Stick, I did get an email from the great Christian Hand after I got fired. So, um, you know, he was obviously probably a part of him was a little bit titillated, as I'm sure you can imagine, because he really was positive that uh, it was me that got him fired. But we had a back and forth, a friendly one. Because uh, at this point, I really see no reason to be involved in any 
ill will towards it. I just, I can't think of anybody that's really crossing me to the point where I would give a shit. This is kind of, uh, we're all out for, we're all fending for ourselves out here. And if everybody's listens, then we're okay. And if they're not, when, you know, I, I don't, I don't see myself just disappearing into the, into the smog, you know, I feel like I'm very motivated, you know, I don't see, I'll do seven shows a day if somebody wants me to do the shows. So I'm not that worried about it. I'm more energized, anxious. I'll say anxious. I'm definitely anxious. Sleeping is difficult. Um, A little bit tired because of that. You know, it all comes with it. I've had so many people reach out. This is a thing that happens in life. People lose their shit that they're banking on and then they rebuild, you know, of all people. It's just been a long time and and, and really I got complacent. It got easy. It got redundant and it was more of a, you know, I'm, I'm not turning this into a pity show and I'm not turning this into a bashing of Sirius XM. They do what they got to do. You know, I don't know for sure. So it doesn't matter. I can't get in trouble. I, I, I think that they're not doing that well financially. And the people that got paid a lot of money in the company that they can get rid of that, that isn't how it's done, they're going to get rid of. You know, I think you're going to find that there might be a couple of other big names at SiriusXM that might be dropping off in the near future because of how much they made a year, which is shows you how much, you know, it was nice to be there. They took care of me. So like I said, I'm not going to shit on them. Um, but obviously if you're a fan and you've been through it, you know, we've, there's so many decisions that were made that, you know, you never really get a full, you don't really get a say. And before podcasting came, which is, when I got into radio, you know, I was a new guy in satellite radio instead of being in terrestrial radio. That was all there was. So you always had bosses and, you know, people just kept saying to me, man, you don't understand how lucky you've got it. You really have a lot of freedom. And I think that's true. But I think when it comes to podcasting, I don't think it's any even close because when I think about the 15 years of the Jason Ellis show and how many times we kind of started to get a bit of a name for ourselves and how they didn't do anything to help us at all. I mean, it's really the people that accidentally listened to me on the punk channel that kept listening to me. The end. There's no ad, nothing. And I think at the time, satellite radio was a thing that you got in your car. It was a new thing. There wasn't podcasting and the kids were listening to it. The hardworking people of the world that drove long distances like I was when I first started radio putting in those miles, feeding your family, there I was on the radio for you at a specific time only. You know, that's the difference with this podcast world. I was only on at a specific time only. So if you were in that area, if you accidentally stumbled on me and it was that time slot, you know, there's a good chance I could win you over. A lot of people have been here for a long time and have fought through time slots and channel changes. You know, and I think of all those things that they did I had a studio fucking 10 years ago and they gutted it. They did everything they could to gut it and put other people in it and ruin the whole vibe. The thing that I was trying to do that everybody else is doing really successfully in podcasting. I was trying to do that before them and Sirius XM were doing a thing that they, I don't blame them, corporately trying to like, look, man, you can't be the shiny pant guy, but you're not like that. We're, we're spreading this around. 
So I don't take it, once again, don't take it personal, you know? They're offering me a podcast deal, potentially. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't see that. Like, maybe they'll give me my old shows, but I don't know if that's worth it, you know? I just don't know if it's, I know some, because I know they don't want them, but I know they're not going to give them to me unless they, you know, get something out of me and, um, yeah, I don't know how much they're offering or if anything, really. And exclusivity and all that kind of stuff because I already have an offer, which is kind of why I'm doing this podcast. Also, yeah, I noticed Tully's got a podcast and Kevin's got, you know, all these guys are doing their thing and rightfully so. They're all out there doing their thing while I'm trying to plan, you know, in the future for us. I'm like, whoa, shit, dude, you should probably do something for yourself now that you're out here. With uh, all this time and resources and studios and whatnot. So I, I do have a lot of information. So it is worth doing this show and who knows where it goes. Uh, if everybody downloads it and all that jazz, then maybe, hey, we get a sponsor. And I mean, sorry, maybe this show gets a sponsor and that can help me as well. Because I'm going to need a little more help than those guys. Got myself in a little bit more of a tight situation. But that's that's the, that's the way the the uh the cookie crumbles uh where am i so i am getting i'm flying someone in to design the studio because i've got a studio designer that's the people are trying to help me but i also have to spend a little money to make money so i'm getting a proper studio set designed obviously with the cameras and the sound and everything put together in a way where it sounds very professional the way it should the way i'm used to uh because we are going to be doing more than one show. Obviously, there's, you know, Telly has his podcast. I'll have my podcast. Then we'll have a podcast together. Uh, I don't know what network that's going to be on yet because I have, I think, four offers. And I really, they haven't said actual numbers or what they what they really do. You know, Sharp's people, I think I talked to in a couple of days from now. Um, I'm not sure what they're offering. I'm not sure what they're into i know they're a really good company and they make everybody look really good um and i think that if the jason l show comes out with those guys and they you know they put us on youtube and put us on instagram little snippets and post us everywhere like everyone else gets posted and brennan lets me go on his show or you know burt kreischer has me on or something like that i don't know maybe i'll reach out to dax shepherd i don't know if dax will I hate asking that guy for stuff. I try to not ask him for anything ever again because I feel like that's what he thinks I do. So, but man, am I in a fucking situation? Um, you know, I might be doing a show with Pink, hopefully, like just be, you know, have her on or something like that. So, you know, I'm using everything I can, and all the people that, you know, including everybody that's listening right now, and the, the support of, Real friends, some of them, yeah, they are celebrities, but they're my real friends because they didn't. They immediately were like, "Yeah, fuck you. What do you? Where do you want me to? What do you want me to do?" And it just in this game, it just doesn't seem like people are like that, you know. It's like I, yesterday, I did a show where it was a really big show, and then five minutes later, I did a show for some guy that had thirty followers on Instagram. Seemed like a nice guy, good show. Uh, so I might potentially have the Jason Ellis show live four days a week where you can actually take phone calls and talk to us and we can kind of be the Jason Ellis show that we were. 
it would be for an hour to an hour and a half. I guess they want us to be smaller. It's hard for me to understand, but yes, okay. So we would do four of those a week. Uh, that depends if everybody else wants. I know Kevin's a little bit worried about COVID and you know his family have told him that there's now permanent brain damage involved in getting the uh, virus and permanent lung disease. So he's fucked. I've got him a hazmat suit and a gas mask to do the show, hopefully. I mean, and, and I don't want to be, you know, this is, this is the gnarliest time ever. It's very hard for me to do, you know, I can't cradle people. I have to go for, I have to do everything I can to make this work for everybody to give a shit and want to keep listening to me. So if you can't make it or you're freaked out from the virus, maybe you should stay out of the game because this is a very hot kitchen. And I hate saying that, but at this point, everybody has to be in a hundred percent, you know, and I'm like, we've talked and I, and he, you know, we're all committed, but I am worried about that. Cause I, I'm not sure, you know, sometimes I've, I don't know. I'm not a fucking doctor either. I'm not a nurse. Maybe Kevin is right. I don't know. Maybe everyone else that I talk to is wrong. You know, in the news, Joe Rogan, I don't know. Everyone's got their opinions. I just, I'm a little bit in the middle and I still, you know, at the end of the day, I have to work, you know, as, as somebody that has been in hospital uh, with a bit of a scare of my life being taken away from me, which I'll quickly add, take my life away from me versus getting fired, fucking fire me in my ass a thousand times. Still, after this devastating blow of this phone call where they're like, yeah, hey, Jason, uh, yeah, I'm on the phone with HR and I'm like, oh, my God, what did I do? And they're like, oh, nothing, nothing. Just, uh, yeah, we're not going to re-sign you. And I'm like, what? Wait, what are you talking about? They're like, yeah, it's just, no, it's just first things first. This lady now just jumps in because the other guy, who's my friend who's, you know, I love Jim. And it, uh, I hate it. You know, it breaks my heart, man. I thought it was like my favorite boss I've had. And he calls me and tells me, you're fucked. Your life's over. Because that's, you know, the initial <laughs> the initial thought in there was like, shit, it is over. And I felt it. I knew it. I didn't want to say this to anybody because I don't want to jinx it. But I've been talking to my therapist and my wife about this. I sensed this coming for a year or two. I felt like Stone Show didn't have me on. I'm like, what is that? Super short. Like I said, yeah, I got a new book. And then they emailed me back in five minutes and said, sorry, it's a little full this this year. Well, he didn't even read it. Because <sighs> in my book, it's it, there's a bit that says, I had, uh, I think it was gonorrhea or something, when I uh, had my dick wrapped up for um, George Takei to hold. I mean, if your hand, you can't get it off your hand, but still, I just, because I didn't, I felt a bit shitty and then, got tested and sure enough had a hideous std at the same time and i thought that'd be a funny story they for sure want that in there he didn't even read it unless he can read a book in five minutes so so that was kind of the beginning of me sensing i'm like why aren't i hot shit anymore you know, what happened and then i really felt like the videos that i post nobody cared i felt like you know as instagram kind of went up and twitter went down I definitely felt stagnant, you know, which also sort of started to make me think about the money, you know, it was like, 
I wanted to do all these videos, you know, I had all these video cameras and they kept not working and I wouldn't have anybody that would edit it and put a, the funny piece up. And then Sirius XM were like, we're not giving you a hard line to use your cameras. And I'm like, man, I'm not allowed a hard, like it was always these weird laws where, you know, I thought that if we all, if we had funny stuff, action where you could hear the boards on YouTube, then people would know about us. But you know, and I always thought about stuff like that. I remember I had a TV show, a done deal. Like, here's the contract, sign it for 200 grand. And I used to make about 175 back then. So it was more than I made in a year to just do the show I was already doing on MTV2. And they took that away from me and said they'd compensate me. And then they offered me, you know, 200 grand, like a 25 grand raise. It's good. It's a lot of money. But I also was like, fucking, that's. That's what I was, you know, it was all, you took my TV show away from me. You took chances of me being successful in other, other avenues, which is what I'm starting to see here by doing this, uh, you know, talking about being let go by Sirius XM. I, it, this is the most messages. This is the most feedback. I don't know about Wolf Knife store right now, but I guarantee you when I talk to Benchmark, they're going to be like, holy shit. This is the most audits you've ever had because you're all doing it. You're all supporting. It's crazy. So, like I said, when you get this call and you think, oh, man, I just moved into a new house on the beach, as some of you know. Look at me, man. I bought a golf cart, a fucking golf cart. You know, there's still breaking barriers of disbelief driving down the road in a golf cart gun. Look at you did, Jason. Some shithead from Sandringham. And look at you. You're in a fucking golf cart, dude, with rims, S- sound system. You are on fire. Jet board. Like, you know what? It's like uh, your money can't buy your happiness. Kid. It'll, buy you, it'll buy you a boat big enough to sail up alongside it. You know, it's like that kind of thing. Because the work, you know, the... Like I said, I don't, I'm not shitting on everybody here. Like, I never enjoyed Andrew on the show. <laughs> you know, it... And he's the nice guy, but I never got it. I didn't like the power tripping thing. And I didn't like that they just shifted Will out of there without even negotiating with me. It was just, and I think they even told Will not to tell me because it just seemed like something that wasn't, I was never told. I was just like, why isn't Will coming in anymore? That's kind of seemed like how they handled that one. And then, you know, Andrew moves him out and then Andrew moves up to being head of channel and leaves us. So we, he just stepping stoned us and then left us with some absolute robber of a human being that like, I don't know if I can get into that, but it just didn't, it ended up not doing anything. I can definitely say that there was no work done. And we were like, well, fuck, what, what was that? And then we were still pandemic. So we never had an executive producer since Andrew left. You know, it's like this big show that just got dropped. And I think it was, bef- I think they knew. I think they took Andrew because they were, they were taking this, they were dismantling this. I thought they knew that years ago, you know, a couple of years ago, maybe, or a year ago. I don't know how long, but they knew it. And, you know, when I think about, you know, they were like, don't do, t-, then when you're talking about how you're going to say different stuff on the podcast, don't say that. And I'm like, all right, well, like, you know, can you give me some security? Because, the only reason I was doing a podcast is because just in case you guys drop me, I'll have a podcast. And he was like, well, we'll give you more money. So they give me more money and they sign a three-year deal. So then I just don't care about a podcast. Sure, I'll do it every now and then because sometimes a couple of fans really ask me to do it. And I'm like, 
you know, some people are like, I don't can't afford serious. Can you at least do something? I'm like, fuck, dude. Do you know how much I don't want to do it? Because I got complacent. I got easy. If I keep thinking about being creative and all the things that I could do, I'll go fucking insane because I could not do them. You couldn't legally do any of the things that I wanted to do. And I paid for agents and managers and 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 they told me to pay for video teams and videographers and they all fell through. Everybody fell through. Everybody did a shit job. Except the one Ellis Mania guy that, that, that I let go of because my agent told me to get these new video team guys. That, that was the beginning of the end as soon as I got a new video team. So I went back to the old guy who's just helping me now because he said ellismania.com did so well and we learned so much from that that I just want to return the favor, not to mention other people reaching out to me um, that are higher up in the in the game that are just helping me. You know, uh, Luis J. Gomez helping me out and Brendan Sharp helping me out. Bert Kreischer hit me up and said, make sure you do a live show, stay relevant, stay out there. Sam Tripoli's of the world. Everybody trying to reach out and tell me, people I don't even know, I don't want to mention the names yet, I don't know if they're, that are, you know I mean, that have their own stuff that are like almost sort of helping me manage, you know, there's the Josh Eldridge's of the world, everybody is trying to help Jason get back up on his feet again, not to mention just all these people out there that are listening that are like, oh, cancel, like fucking cancel, man, I didn't, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, f- get back at anybody but it does mean a lot that you're gonna do that and it kind of it tells me that you know I didn't even I didn't even get to talk about what my deal was like I was gonna tell them that I had a vision for the show I feel you know at one point when when Scott was faction talk we were coming over I was gonna have Jude and I was like I envision this fucking channel of, of killers you know we're gonna take over and it was like yeah Jude's not coming I'm like wait what and they're like, yeah, that's not going to work out. And I said, I know I don't want to bitch about it, but I said, don't have Kavir and Rich. It's not our style. You know, it's just not. And he was like, no problem. And that, you know, I knew because he wouldn't call me back. That was the other one. Scott never called me back for about a year. Usually he called me that day. You know, and I know why, because, you know, I'll never take your studio away. Took it away. I'll never put Kavir and Rich on your channel. I'll put, he put him on the channel in my studio and we never talked. Once those things started happening, we never talked again. So now when he calls me to, you know, say, you know, I should go to podcast. I went, wow, that's a good idea. But, you know, recommend these things that I should do and, read, you know, say he wants to give me some stuff to do podcasting with and try to maybe give me some money to hold me over to do podcasting through their podcasting network. It's all very confusing and, and emotional and obviously – at the end of the day, I'm not going to be a baby about it. And if they did offer a big deal that was good for, that was the best deal for everybody involved, I would do it. But at this point, I think I have to look out for myself a little more because I have been really concerned about everything, the show, everybody. Um, and I have arranged a show for us to do for the hardcore listeners that would be a thing where you could call in, you could hear us and we'd be back and we'd be live, you know? And then, of course, as soon as we're done live, it goes up as a podcast and then everybody else can listen to it all day. And we're there. We're there for you. We're back. You know, you can call in. You can leave messages. I can answer the messages. So it sounds like to me that might be the best deal because it's the fastest 
the people that are, would run the website for us, it would go through my website, but the other people that are running this, they run the technical side, which means the audio, the show will sound like the fucking show. And it'll be there like it was instead of five days a week, four days a week, because here's the other thing. If we do this, this is if we do this, which I'm ready to do it. If the other guys are ready to do it, if Kevin can handle being in this room four days a week, then all right, we're doing it. So I'll have this, you know, I got this studio that'll look, you know, fucking TV screens and shit hanging everywhere, fucking lighting. They'll be like, wow, ta-da, you know what I mean? Look at this, you know, Jason L show. And Kevin and Tully will be there. And we'll, you know, get, you know, Dingo and the dickhead. We'll, you know, we'll be here and that'll be, you know, a four-day-a-week show. And call in and then hopefully we'll have a podcast on top of this podcast which would be on Brendan's network or or uh, or with Sirius I don't know which means you know that would be another two shows that you would record of the Jason L show that would be a thing that we would try to get out there um with the real podcasters of the world, the heavy hitters. And then, of course, you know, the Patreon thing, everyone's talking about that. But I think the Patreon thing, maybe I'll, it's probably, we'll just have our own ones, maybe, is what I think might be best. And then we'll put our own content on there, doing different shows, man. Because now that it's a one hour show, I'll just do different shows. I'm just going to get, different people and I'm going to get a, a kit where I can travel and I'm going to do shows with everybody I know. I'm going to go see them and do shows. I'm just going to deliver content and then people can decide which content they like the most and then I'll channel it into that and dedicate myself to that. You know, once I got dropped, realizing that, you know, that money is, that's, that's a, you start to get used to it. And that that could potentially go. Yeah, let's say you don't follow. Let's say, you know, we do this subscription site and not that many people go. Let's say, I don't know, Tully and Kevin Lee. It's just, um, what was I doing? You know, I was, I'm doing a show. Um, I'm, I'm having a good life. You know, like it's, I'm going to. There's just no way that I do a show where it's like, well, actually, you're so lame and boring now that I've decided to not. Absolutely, nobody is listening at all. You now have to dig holes or become a male prostitute, whatever it is. That might be too late. My ass is getting weird. Um, it's it's life. Like I'm ready for the worst, but I'm also ready for war and crazy victories. It's just the game. You know, I've already accepted it. Like, it's lose this. Take the golf cart. Take it all. If that's what you have to do, then go ahead and do it. You know, the kids are great. I, my ex-wife is loaded. So my kids are fine. They have my love and their money and their love. This not my money anymore. But this might not even happen. I'm just saying this is how it has to be for me. I have to prepare for the worst because if you don't prepare for the worst, you're not going to put in 100% on your work. You know, to me, this is make or break. What can I do? What show would you like me to do? How many shows would you like me to do? And how long would you like me to do them? I'll fucking do them myself. If everybody doesn't want to come in and do them, I'll do them myself. I'll do them at night. I'll do them in the middle of the day. 
<laughs> I'll do them um, with green eggs and ham. I don't fucking care. I'll do it. That's just what I have. It's what I'll do. It's what I will always have. So I'm not that worried about it. Man, I will be a personal trainer if nobody listens to me. And I'll do that Justin Fortune thing where I go, change, you know, and I make people do burpees and shit. <clears throat> you look fat, you know. Get in there. I don't know. Get a stop watching shit. I'll have a great time. I'll figure it out. But I also am not that worried because I've got... I lost count, but I would say maybe five to 10,000 people have already DM'd me in the last week saying that they cancelled or they could never afford, they haven't been able to afford Sirius in a long time and they can't wait for the podcast. So that means, you know, 100,000 people do it. We get a couple sponsors and then we do this other thing and the Patreon and everybody supports a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I can already tell you're doing it. People are buying my book. I'm probably going to sell more of my book in the next couple of weeks than I did when it came out, like a couple of months ago or whatever it was. You guys know me. It's really weird to know. Like, you guys say all these things about my life where you know everything there is. I mean, probably because I'm a big mouth and I talk about it all, but, but you care. You know, so you're there to support me because of all the things you've said that I did for you. Somehow I've helped you get over a lot of things. It's funny to know that a lot of our bonds are over bad things. And it's a weird thing to be a fan of a guy that's going through bad shit. Like, why do you want to hear this bullshit torture, you know? And I know that there's been really dark times. I know there's been times where, man, at one point I was on antidepressants. Uh, I, I was numb. Like, I, I moved slower when I boxed. My brain didn't work as good for like five years and I still had people. I still did the show. You know, there's times where I came in with fucking a quarter of a brain left, just panicking the whole time while I was doing the show. Not knowing what the fuck I, if I was even there or not. It was just a great run and I'm, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for all the things that they took away from me. I'm grateful for being bitched. I'm grateful for being checked. I'm grateful for selling out and doing live reads and learning that you're never as fucking real as you think you are because you're just not. I'm not, you know? I'm a little bit based on in reality than the average, but it's still like, there's a price. You know, tomorrow, if they ask me to take it all back, like, yeah. Is it a gift? I believe it is because I'm motivated. I'm thrilled uh, let's say I do have only four days a week and I do fit all these other things in and I go down to San Diego and do a show with Tony Hawk and skate with Tony and then skate on the weekend. And I got, I'm doing stuff. I'm out there with my old friends, my real friends, my friends that have my back, just like you guys. Not just these little people that you bump into at work, real friends. Because I can tell we're in desperate times. People losing their jobs all over the place. You know, I'm not alone. It's just like, well, how do you do, how do you go about getting back? You know, like I get you with the, you hustle and you, with every waking moment, you figure out, you think of ways to get back on top. And if it doesn't happen, you've got your day, you've got your morning, you know, like, what am I doing all day? I'm working on doing a podcast. I'm working on saying some funny shit for some people. I'm working on telling some stories, go and get trials and tribulations. Hey, you can get through it too. That's what my day is. Fuck, man. Ain't so bad, you know? 
It's pretty fucking good. Even now, I do have this fear in my chest, this jittery thing, but I like it. It's like before a fight. You know, you could lose. You could lose everything. Well, fucking good. Wake up. You're alive. When it's when you're comfortable, you start thinking about like, what's it? You know, what am I going to be like when I'm eighty? And now I'm not thinking about what I'm like when I'm eighty. I'm thinking about holy shit, man. I hope everybody listens to the podcast. <laughs> so, you know, if the money comes back and everybody's like, hell yeah, fucking awesome world, that's a great idea. And I can't wait to see Alice's Patreon. And the Jason Ellis show's never been better on this thing and the other thing. And sponsor me, sponsor me. Joe Rogan here. Jace, come on the show. I don't fucking know. No one knows. I don't care. Just work. Work and do shit. Love your day. Love your family. You know, your friends. It's never been more apparent there. I have real friends that I haven't even met. Because some of you that would cancel a subscription and tell me you'll sign up for anything I do. And then send me a goddamn screen cap. You're not not lying. You did that. That's somebody that gives a shit about somebody else. You know. And that means a lot. Motivates me to do a really good show. I hope I'm doing all right right now. Wow. Sounds insecure. But yeah, hopefully other stuff will happen. And like I said, maybe it is for the best. And there is a lot of shows to come. And there's a lot of new listeners. A lot of people that I didn't even know uh, could listen or or was were aware that I had a job in radio even um even people like uh the burnout king people who don't know this but um it was uh a friend of mine I was with my brother hang on a minute I was with my brother after my brother passed away and uh, we'd had, uh, you know, the funeral and the, the wake thing. So I can't remember it as well as I should, but I feel like there was two kind of similar wakes because my father died and then my brother died. And when my brother died, he was only 24, so it was a little bit... It was fucking ridiculous. You know, like people were on the edge of being crazy and I did not know this man uh, that was a friend of my brother's uh, so he was a friend of my brother that passed away and also my older brother, my middle-aged brother. I'm the oldest, but he knew him. So he came over to us while we were um, sitting there, you know, talking and drinking and, you know, whatever, sad, crazy life at night. And he said he wanted to do some a special favor for us. And he took us outside and this guy did a burnout where, you know, at one point, you know, as soon as he started it, his door was open and he's looking back and I – being a bogan is obviously I've obviously seen my fair share of burnouts, but I don't think at the time I'd met a guy that had had a burnout tire put on his car for this burnout. He knew what he was doing to a level where it was he knew he was going to set fire to his car in tribute to uh, the Ellises, and there was nothing more honourable than the way he did it. You know, there's. Yeah, you know, I watched this guy in awe of how he was burning the tire, and then you know the the tire pops, 
rims red and there's fire and there's uh, burning rubber flying everywhere and sticking into me, people screaming. You know, it was awesome. It was probably the greatest, you know, it was like tears and, and laughter and, and, and just one of the greatest moments of to be so sad and so down and, and just fucking mortified. And then this guy doing this burnout in such a fashion where, you know, we're all Alice's, all Bogans in the world would appreciate this man's style and what he did. So shout out to the Burnout King, because the Burnout King hit me up and said he's looking forward to hearing the fucking podcast. Because, notice how I said podcast, so he understands. Because you podcasters, he doesn't understand a podcast, mate. So he will be listening. So now there's this thing where the Jason Ellis show could be talking to everybody. Everybody in the world. So that's a cool thing. And it would be really cool for me to know that I'm doing a show and the Burnout King is listening and that maybe I said something funny that made the Burnout King laugh, sort of trying to return the favor. You know what I'm saying? It would be great. It would be great. So to think about that is good. And who knows? Maybe it's a big, giant fucking thing and we do live reads at the start and we're all cool and shit. Telling everybody... Look at me, man. Or maybe on it's like, man, you need to do, you guys are so much more successful now. You need to do like kettlebell ads. And I can be like, I'm Jason Ellis. Look at my cringy face. Well, I lift, lift, lift a lot of weights. Yeah. And I never give up. I lift weights. You know, I got to, trying to get motivated, trying to motivate people. I got a heavy bag. I'm not allowed to hang in my house. So I got up against the wall. And I think that is a good motivator. I think I'm going to try, it's like 220 pounds. So I think I might try and carry it around and then put it up against walls and kick it. And because I feel like kicking is like a good source of like letting it out, you know, because you don't want to direct that the wrong way. I want to stay positive here and not get too butthurt about shit. Got to still have a good life. You know, I feel like there's little, these pressures and the phone calls and they're like, Jason, oh, you fucked up. And I'm like, whoa, man. It's like, um. Back in the day when I used to cheat and get caught cheating, I'd be like, oh, fuck, because I never wanted to cheat, you know? Just a shithead. Just couldn't stop it. It's like when I used to shit my pants and get beat up when I was a kid. I didn't want to shit my pants. I didn't say, you know, it'd be a good idea. Let's shit my pants so dad beats me. I never did that. I just couldn't stop getting the shit in my pants. <laughs> I was cursed. It's like my anus hated me. It was out to get me. Just like with the drugs and the dick. Yeah, it's out to get me. Trying to like, why don't you go over there and fuck? I'm like, don't, don't do that. I'm like, I can't stop the dick. And then I'm fucked. And then there's that panic, that anxiety. Oh my God, I'm such a bad person. Oh my God, what am I going to do? So it's in there right now. We're in that panic. It's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? But that's the thing. I know what I'm going to do. You don't give up. You fight tooth and nail. That's what you do. You kick ass. You shred. You do everything in your power to shred. So that's it. That's what I have so far. When it comes to that department of things, uh, you know, I, I I did reach. I I did talk to Christian. And Christian said he would come on the show. So I think uh, you know all these things happening, and we and us being booted off and and you know this this the, the dust has got to settle you know like what I, I'm not sure where we all stand 
when it comes to Sirius. I know Will is, you know, they've they've got Will reaching out to me on their behalf. It's such a fucking weird thing. It's like they drop Will out of my show, which I loved. You know, I mean, I really, I still respect Will's opinion more than most. And, you know, he was sour about it. And he didn't really tell me, so it made me sour on him a little bit because I'm like, man, you're just going to leave the show? It's like, no, man, he got pushed out. He's not even allowed to say it because he knows they knew that I'd get mad at somebody and that they just made every they just made everybody suck on one, you know? You just always sort of bit your lip, you know? The love sponge, you know, don't say shit on the radio or they'll fire. I'm like, what? And, you know, there's all those little wars where it's like, don't say anything or, or you'll get in trouble. And I was like, okay. You know, don't say anything back to Opie and Anthony. I'm like, oh, okay. Like all these times where I was always their little puppy dog. I always kind of did what they wanted. I was not as rebellious as you think. Maybe there was a couple of times that I didn't understand how punk rock I, punk rock I was being. But all in all, I don't really, you know, I was always worried about losing my job. You know, there was so many years there. It was like, where are you going to go if they don't sign you? Because everyone would say, you can't go on terrestrial. You say fuck too much. Which is total bullshit. I could totally not say fuck if I didn't have to, if I didn't want to. Those are all, you know, the part of paying rent. You know, there's all those stories that all the podcast people had when they were coming up. That, you know, they went through trials and tribulations to get where they are. They probably started really small and then they got bigger. That's the way the game goes. For me... We got a really big Sirius XM show, and now we have to turn that into a really big podcast. Um, it's not the same, you know. It's it's starting all over again and rebuilding. But the difference is, is I do have you know, I mean, two hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Uh, you know, if I get a few celebrities that are on the show and they go, "Hey, come over and you know, watch us on the Jason Ellis show," I don't think it will be that bad. I don't think it'd be that impossible for. Enough people to come over to the point where we won't have to like, you know, I won't have to like be a male prostitute. I don't know how much money is in that either when you're like 49. I mean, I do work out, but I don't know. I'm kind of hideous for like a young person, you know? It's kind of gross. I mean, I'm not old man eggs yet, but. <sighs> so I don't need that many people to worry. You know, I don't want anybody to lose any sleep. I think everybody's going to be more than fine. Um, I think that the worst thing that could possibly happen is uh, Jason won't be so rich. And just in this in this day and age, how can you fucking bitch about that? You know, I'm not going to be as well off as I was. You know, where I don't know. It's you know, it's a bummer, and and I'm not saying like a, when I initially realized that that's probably a potential a thing that's in, in the future. I had a shot, you know. I had hair. I had a skateboard career. I had, you know, I've raced cars and had MMA fights. I was in a band. Who knows? Maybe Christian comes back and then Tully and Christian can be friends with each other and then they can like agree to turn the Death, Death, Die back on and then people can get Death, Death, Die albums again and then who knows, maybe we'll do a Death, Death, Die gig and an Alice Mania and everybody will come to the podcast world and we'll all be bigger than ever and it'll be a giant global, everybody is a part of Alice fam and everyone's got this, because that's my thing, you know, like I've, I bring this to podcasting 
when people do want to follow us, you know, I, I see a lot of people out there that have got a lot of followings in podcasting that have it one way or the other. And I think more than ever lately, you know, I, I think I've lived in this community of, of snowflakes in this and listen to the other people around me in the, in the vicinity that have, uh, in my opinion, shitty opinions of Republicans and vice versa. You know, when we, everybody bashes everybody and everybody, you know, bashes that don't have thick skin. You know, you, a lot of people talk a lot of shit without having a thick skin, which means it's, it's a guaranteed to be bad. And I'm just not here to antagonize anybody. You know, when the show comes back, it's still my show. You know, if those guys want to do whatever they want to do, I, that's 100% back them. But when it's my show or it's this stuff, I'm not looking to pick a fight with anybody. You know, I did that podcast with somebody the other day that had 30 followers and his, uh, you know, his hashtag is Trump 2020. I don't care. Great. I don't actually believe that if you you voted for Trump that you are a racist. I think that there's a little bit more to it than that. So, um, like I said, you can call me an F-bomb and an N-bomb and all the other things you want to do in your life. I love you, you know. Life is too short and too many things crazy, too many crazy things happen. And, and you know, look, the one side of the, of the pol- political world is, is probably lying and full of shit. And so is the other one. They are both, they both have some people that are good and bad and they're both doing some stuff to us. And that's the real problem. We're us and we're fighting each other, not them. You know, we're, we're siding up with either side. And from my angle because i'm not born here to be this thing where i have to owe either political organization i just see them as both kind of rival riling each other up and and riling us up and ruining our day because you know you're going to fight each other all day and then you know your boss is going to call you with some nice lady from hr and tell you your whole life's upside down you know or you know you wake up in the morning and your heart's bouncing a different way and they can't get it back and you fucking die in a roundabout way i was i died and was fired this year and i'm here i'm having a good day man i'm pretty happy you know uh like i said plenty of nerves but that's good it's good it's good i'm alive i'm not really worried about um retiring i'm not worried about like what 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 i look like when i'm 80 or if i make it to 80 I'm just worried about, is everybody going to download this show? Uh, and then are we all going to come to the Jason Ellis show? Because that will be one thing that I would be sad about. You know, I, I feel like the show and the, I know that I probably can't play some of the tracks, but I'll make new ones. You know, there's a lot of intros that we've had through the years and you probably like the last one. Well, guess what? We'll make another one, you know? And if I have that many different avenues to do these shows and these, Musical bits, you know, I got a lot of band people I want to bring back. And it's free. You just get all this content or maybe you pay the Patreon or or uh, whatever this this uh, subscription-based show might be. I know the subscription-based thing will be way cheaper than SiriusXM because you won't be paying for all the other shows. You'll be paying for us. So, uh, yeah, so I already know if we do do that, you do do. You will not be bitching about that. It'll probably be easier for everyone to get a hold of it. And 
it's not that hard to podcast. As a guy that just recently started podcasting and listening to everybody's shows, they're all they're all good. They're all got their own thing, their own thing, and so do we. And there's definitely a spot at the table for us. And it's just as easy to listen to. And I kind of, like I said, when you when you when you poke and you go, what about this? What about that? And they're like, no, we don't do that. Or we don't want to do this. And we don't want to do that. And we don't want you to do that. In the end, I was like, you know what? Stop asking them what would be a really good idea. Like I said, you know, the channel, I was like, let's get back to not doing ads. Let's do the Jason Isles show. And then I play music in between because I think that's what made the Jason Isles show big. And the only medium that could do that would be Sirius XM. And I never even got to mention that to a boss before they let me go. So I could be wrong, you know, and I, and I think at this point coming up with great ideas to do a show or a channel on Sirius XM is over. I think that the reason, and I'm saying think, I'm saying I think the reason that the show hasn't grown in the, that much in the last three years is because Sirius has shrunk and our listenership has gone down because the people that listen to Sirius XM have gone down. And then, you know, the time slot channel change organization, you know, kicked a lot of people in the dick. It's funny, a lot of them sort of, are voicing their opinions more than ever these days about how they are. That was it. They cut out back then, you know? And maybe I was less involved. I mean, I've always sort of answered people as much as I can, but it's just so much now that I, it's all day. I wake up in the morning, I do as many as I can, and then, you know, at night I do as many as I can, and I wake up and off we go. And as many as they are and as fast as I do them, it's not – I. I I, every single one of them blows my mind because I just don't. It's just weird to know that some of those stories you could relate enough to that it helped you get through your day, you know? So I'm forever grateful for all you fuckers and to Sirius XM for having that show. It was fun. It's fun hanging out with everybody. I'm sure that me flipping out and being real angry in those time in the bad times of the show, if I wasn't on the show, I was going to be mad and angry and flipping out somewhere else. So I'm glad it was there. Um, I hope only the best for everybody there. You know, we'll get into this a lot more when the Jason L show starts. I just noticed that, uh, you know, everyone keeps asking me, I don't want to do, uh, I can't do my, uh, I don't want to do my Patreon or uh, the Jason Ellis show until the studio is professionally up and running, the boards work, the camera angles. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting two more cameras in the studio, so it'll be four camera angles. Uh, you know, I, I want every, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I got intros and graphics and websites to construct. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. But it's weird. It's a lot of work, but it's it's make or break time. So I just, I kind of like it. I kind of like being on the phone all day, wheeling and dealing for my future. It's like I said, it's kind of life. You, you, you're in the game, hustling. You know, at one point it was like, see you tomorrow. Yep, see you tomorrow. Because this is just clockwork to me. It's easy. Well, now it's not. Now it's upside down. It's all shaken up. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, but it's all gonna, uh, it's all gonna look real good. 
This studio is going to look amazing. There'll be more than one show from it. I don't know what else to tell you, you know? Uh, I'm just trying to get as much as this Jason Ellis show shit out of the way so that we can move on with our lives. Get back into the show. So I think I've covered it. I think I, in closing, yet, yeah, thanks everybody that uh, is listening to this. Hopefully we can uh, get on to doing real shit, you know, talk about other stuff. Mike Tyson, Jake Paul, all those things. I think that I can get a fight here. I think there's some way that I can, I think I could maybe go to Logan Paul's house and knock on his door and say, I want to fight you to get on the show or there's some sort of angle there. Definitely think there's an angle. Definitely think that there's, uh, it's, it's not too late for the, for, for me to get in there and punch a YouTuber in the face or get punched in the face. You know, I like getting punched in the face. So it'll all work out for me one way or the other. I don't know where CM Punk lives, so I can't go and get that fine. That's a, that's, that's, that's a that's probably a better one for me because it's two older guys. But fuck it, you know? That's what I'm saying. He's asking for Conor McGregor. Why don't you ask for me? Like, or let me fight on the undercard. That's what I gotta do. Gotta get an undercard fight on DAZN. That's what I should do. Louis J. Gomez and Jason Ellis on DAZN. On the undercard. Having a boxing fight. He probably won't do that. It's probably, probably, it's probably for the best. What about if I fight that dunk guy that just got knocked out and then, eh, no. You know what? What about if I just stay focused on doing the Jason L show on the podcast? That's probably a good idea. Yeah. So I don't really, <laughs> I got to stay on my game right now. So this show is really just to keep you informed uh, on what is going to happen with the Jason L show. Uh once the Jason Ellis show starts, then this show can be something else that isn't just, hey, everybody, I got fired and everything's okay and we have a bunch of things that are on the way. So could be really like the potential of this, everybody, okay? Four days a week, live, taking phone calls, Monday to Thursday, pay for a subscription, you can catch a Jason Ellis show and then it'll go to a podcast so everybody can hear. Pretty good idea, right? Then, other podcast with the guys, maybe name it something else, not sure, but doing it on Big Podcast Network, special pants guys that are all cool, and then they snippet it videos, and they put them out on Instagram, look at you, and then everyone's like, whoa, what's this guy, what's up with that guy, and then uh, Bro Crash is like, man, you're funny, you should grow hair on your back, and then everyone's like, man, those guys are cool, they can hang. And then we're in. And then you go, you know, because of all the fun, you know, the Kevin where he smashes eggs on his face, he's bleeding. And you know, all the far, all the, the funny things, quick-witted Michael Tully. You go on his Patreon and you cash him up so that he can give his kid a fucking go-kart or whatever, you know? It's entirely up to you guys. You guys are our bosses now, which is scary, but I trust you way more. I really do. Now that I'm saying it, I mean, you guys, I can't, I don't know. I don't, you don't owe me and I don't owe you. You don't, you're my friend. Like you are my friend. So that's why you listen. So hopefully I do a good job. Um, 
If there's anything you want me to do, is there anything you want me to bring back? I'm answering all my messages. If I don't get back to you as you know, fast, just know that it's up. You know, there's thousands, and I do as many as as I can every day. So, yeah, DM me what you think. Yeah, give us a call. Tell me what you think. Oh, you know, this is the Tony Hawk show. What would you like? Should I bring? You know, should we get Jesse Fritch? What should we do? Should we do Demolition Podcast? <laughs> I'm up for all of it. You know, I got a, I'm talking Alan Joban about an MMA show. I'm up, man. I am ready to go. So if anybody has any ideas on what they would like to see on the Patreon or whatever it is, sky's the limit, man. Just know that for all the love that I've got and all the support through all this shit. Uh, yeah, I'm here for you, you know, whatever I can do for all of you. I just want, uh, that's it, you know, like, love my friends and family, try to help people if I can, if I know something they don't, and I can share it, I'm down, man, because as a dark guy that's been through a lot of shit, I'm in a a tough spot right now, real real tough spot, and I'm very optimistic, I feel good about things, you know, I'm I'm trying to be one with with the universe and just feel... What we're doing here, nothing's nothing's happening to me. We're just we're going through life. We're we're adapting and we're pivoting. Thanks for all the advice, everybody, and I really appreciate it. And I will see you next week on here and next week on the Jason Ellis Show. Thanks, guys. I love you all.